The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast Not knowing what they released from the ethereal plane The heroes decide to find out what is causing the drumming Don't forget This Thursday is a brand new episode of Dungeon Crawl Legacy of the Mad Mage All this and more on this week's episode So sit back Relax. And enjoy this episode of the Arcane Dice Podcast. Is that where the yeah, magic happens, Chase? I don't see any like anchor wall. points from the ceiling or anything. That's where the mirror is. The mirror is on the ceiling. No, it's not. <laughs> you have pink champagne on ice. I don't think she's old enough to know that song. Hotel California. Oh, oh, you throw the oh, ears on. Yeah, I'm not even touching that. I'm not touching. Oh, we know we know a kink of Jesse's. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, it's her. Four chases. Yeah. Dobby can have right. now. Where did we Where did we leave off last week? Uh, I think there was a cliffhanger. So you left off with uh, what had happened. Well, Ollie had gone into the room, passed out. Yeah. Because ethereal. We've already done that. Uh, and then came back out, and then I pushed her back in, and she became ethereal again. And then Mortor got pushed into the room by Mentor. <laughs> he became ethereal. Really <laughs> I remember. I'm sorry. Wait, Mortor. wait, wait. Are those satin pillows? I love them. Uh, yeah, they're pillowcases. It's good for your skin and your hair. Great. Uh, I got to worry about my hair. Uh, <laughs> so then, <laughs> Mortor uh, learned that he can he can read. Uh, uh, what's the what's Celestial. the language? Celestial. Celestial. Yeah. So he he's he's now aware that there's a new language. He's not quite sure what it is, but he can he can read it. Ollie and Mortor were both able to read the book because she used the spell uh, Comprehend Languages, but neither of them can understand the spell. It's like uh, reading Shakespeare for the first time. It's the same language, but you sure the fuck can't understand it. Yeah, so, and he's written it in a code as well. It, the code is in Celestial, so Ollie had tried to figure it out, but was unable to. Um, they couldn't get it, the book off of the, the pedestal. It would not leave the pedestal. She knocked the pedestal over. Even that didn't work. She became a cat for a short period of time and was tipping things over. Uh, and then right at the end there, um, Mortor had started chiseling out the runes on the inside of the room to break the uh, what he hoped was the thing holding the book in place. But instead, there was a wave of something went past us, and now we can hear drums in the deep. Yes, you can hear the drums in the deep. To help oh, us, right? I the same ones that you guys heard inside the ethereal plane. But. I, I, can't, I can't hear them now. So from my perspective, I turn them off. No, no, we can all hear them now. You guys can. Oh, I can't on the ethereal. But Mortor is in the ethereal. Mortor would not hear the drums. They're they're gonna help us, right? Yeah. Actually, no. You can you can hear you can hear from the material into the ethereal. You can't hear from the ethereal into the material. Yeah. Because because uh, Ollie could hear what you guys were saying. So yes, Mortar, you would be able to hear the drums. Uh, I'm gonna say they probably sound a little uh, distant and fuzzy, kind of like uh, their voices would have been uh, listening from one plane to another. But there is a definite change in the uh, the tone of the drum beats. Uh, evil tone? For a brief... <laughs> uh, just that it's on a different plane. He more will register that there is a uh, a difference in the, the drum beats. But as that wave kind of emanates from and throughout the castle, and the drum beats begin to hammer uh, in the distance. Uh, a quiet comes over the castle. The distant uh, thrun of fighting in the distance that has kind of always been there in the back of your minds uh, goes quiet. Uh, the fighting right outside the door kind of comes to a halt. 
Uh, and uh, this only lasts for a second. Yes, I'm yeah, outside. Let's do shit. You are outside fighting. Uh, the Making zombies pause. Uh, the zombies will pause, kind of like mid what they're doing, confused. Same with the uh, the uh, the dwarven soldiers out there uh, as the drumming hits. But again, this only is only going to last for like a second before everything resumes and the fighting picks up. Uh, almost drowning out the thrum of the drums. I had pushed all the dwarves into the room with uh, them, and I had closed the door and was outside, and, and uh, Ollie had uh, mended the door, I believe. Oh, yes, that is right. You had decided to uh, barricade yourselves in the room. <laughs> uh, and you're still outside the door? I am still outside the door making zombie spaghetti sauce, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, roll me a strength check. We're just going to use this as your general capability to um, Shit, I gotta pull my bend off sheet. the zombies. <laughs> you haven't pulled your character sheet? Come on. You shut your hormone. <laughs> Damn, we made some stew today. We left a roast cooking in a slow cooker with potatoes and onions oh, and stuff. Gross. And I've had two plates and I feel sick from the amount of it, but all I want to do is go get another plate. We, uh, we did uh, Costco pork chops. You know those like little pork roasts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Nice. Pork loin roast. Those are glorious. Yeah. You want something from Costco? Get the apple Costco cranberry stuff. Apple cranberry? Apple cranberry stuffed chicken breast. Oh, they're so good. Ollie's like 17. Uh, which check did you say? Strength. Strength, please. Uh, I have a plus five, so 17 plus five, 22. Very nice. All right, yeah, you're going to be able to uh, fend off these zombies. Uh, you're actually going to notice that they're a little less powerful than uh, typical undead and that they're a little more brain dead than usual. They kind of just throw themselves at you whether or not they're actually going to bite on to you or grab you or anything like that. They're just kind of throwing themselves at you. Uh, and you can brush them aside. Now, are these the uh, the made zombies, or are they like a whole different uh, flavor? These are just uh, regular dwarves. You're actually noticing a lot of humans. Um, some uh, elves. A little more than if uh, this these were the undead of just Gauntle Grim. So these have come from the outside somewhere. Okay. Uh, man, it's uh, bad news, guys. I've been warming up my dice, and, uh, man, it's all ones. <laughs> well, you've burned that out now. They're going to be good, I promise you. I don't know. I would like to call Cheesecake Johnson to the stage. Cheesecake Johnson, please come to the stage. Cheesecake Johnson, five minutes, you're up. On deck, on deck. Stand by, one, two. Okay, so uh, question for you then, Mr. Glenny, Glenny, Glen, Glen. Yeah. So, Mortor can read the book. Yes. I can tell that it's of a different language, but I can read that language. Would I be able to intuit that this is like password locked? Uh, it's not that it's password locked. It's just written in a code that you need to decipher. I mean, I mean, I, I fucking, I love codes. I fucking love codes. Ollie had just tried to discern what that code word is, uh, but in misreading <laughs> bells. Uh, she activated some kind of protection. So if I was to say use locate object to find the code word. If it was written down anywhere within a thousand feet of you, I believe you would be able to find it. Is it a thousand okay. feet? It says 1,000 feet sea book. Yes. All right. 300 meters. All right. So if you would like, you can do that spell I feel like it would benefit us at the cost of my last second level spell alright your second level spell slot goes off and it fizzles <laughs> good news everyone down another resource <laughs> oh well you guys 
Would you guys typically write down your super secret code word? Yes. Underneath my keyboard like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I, I put mine I put mine I, I feel safer knowing that the security of our country is in your guys' hands. Thank I you. mean, you have to fight through like a thousand people to get to my office first, so. <laughs> no, he uh, he remembers his code word. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. Damn, that backfired on me, didn't it? Yeah, there's, so there's, yeah. so, so what you're saying is there's no keyboard. One, two, three, four. That's the same code I've got on my luggage. How does this man know my bank pin? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, you guys write it on your bank card too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's his signature, that's where you're supposed to put yeah. in your pin number. Right? Yeah. You know what? I had a friend who actually did that. She's oh. dumb as shit. <laughs> well, would I'm you, so used to tap. Like to give us her name. Yeah. Or. Uh, yeah, but I mean, people can be smart and nice. So. Oh yeah. well, they'll dissolve, but with along with your eye, eventually. That's. Oh no no! They would like take them out of their eye and like yeah. throw them onto the ground because they dissolved. Oh. You didn't step on well, them like they were little shards it's, of fucking it's glass. Plastic, so it'll last for. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred years before it breaks down, but I uh, I dissolved mine in acid at work. Same with you, my old IDs. <laughs> there was oh, a lady wow. in the states who thought I think she thought the same thing that they dissolved, and she started having eyesight problems. So she went into her ophthalmologist, and when yeah. they looked under her eyelid, there was like seventeen or eighteen contact lenses all jammed underneath there. I read See, about I've that. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like contact lenses? Yeah. And stuff like that? Oh, I was talking about my bank card. I dissolved my bank card and my old IDs in acid at work, not my <laughs> contact lenses. I don't have contact lenses. I'm sorry. I missed that transition. My, uh, my ass just absolutely destroys my bank cards. They're all cracked. And and then it fucks up the oh, tab. mine too. My That's because you've got a Santa ball on my bank card has a crease in it from when I was drunk once and was like, ah! <laughs> my count? ID has a, a hole through it from where I had a pin in my wallet and when I sat on it, it punched through everything. Jesus. That's great. Like into your butt? Like, like, or away from your butt? No, it went through the wallet and pierced like my bank card, my ID, my Alberta Health and all that. Wow. And Glenn had a new kink. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, so, <a> bad thing. <laughs> back back to the game here. Uh, we've gone off on another tangent. Uh, yeah, so you guys hear the drumming in the distance. Douchey, you're outside uh, fighting off zombies. Uh, Mortor, <laughs> you use your spell and it fizzles. Uh, Mator, what do you want to have the guards inside do? Do you want to have them take up positions to fire crossbows, to just form a shield wall? What would you like? Yeah, I'm going to uh, put them just on the outside of the door and they can help with the zombie control. All right. They are. Yeah, they'll take up uh, defensive positions. Uh, Mortor, being in the ethereal here, uh, you realize that with your ghost hand, you can actually move things in the material. Yes. Uh, as well. Hit Mator. Hit Mator. Uh, I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I will take a piece of Mator's beard and I will like slowly like stick it in his nose. <laughs> just so he's like. <laughs> and I will just. I'll keep continuing that until it's my next turn. All right. Absolutely. You harass <laughs> Mator. Ah. Uh, a couple minutes are going to go by. Um, Mortor, you can stay in the ethereal pretty much as long as you would like. Your body's protected outside, so uh, so long as nothing gets in and kills your body, you're okay. Uh, but we're going to say five minutes goes by before there is an absolutely uh, massive shaking uh, that starts rattling the castle. The uh, vials and stuff on the side... Uh, on the cabinets and on the shelves in the room start falling off. Some of the books fall to the floor. 
uh, a little bit of dust from the ceiling, and you hear a crashing sound as huge chunks of rock come uh, kind of like crashing into the castle, and you can hear them rumbling around uh, far off in the distance as the drum beats begin to get louder. Uh, all of a sudden, Dusha, you are going to notice all the undead stop uh moving even as you crush some of their skulls they don't do anything uh and they turn and look towards uh where the crash came from and they all start marching that way uh i'm gonna yeah i'm unmuted i'm gonna grab my stone or use my stone mortar something happening the zombies are leaving they're all going one way we follow I will, from the ethereal pain, uh, oh, bag tap them. Sending across the ethereal plane, can we? I think we went over that uh, last episode, I remember. Has to be same plane of existence. Ah, that's right. Yep. Nope. All right, I'm going to send that to Stormy. Okay. Stormberry, you are going to get the message asking if you should follow the zombies who are now leaving. Do you see the fake king? Has he shown up with the clerics yet? I don't know who is fake king and what what this zombies man not 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 dwarf well dead dwarf well undead dwarf <laughs> there's dwarf there's there's the zombie leave they go they not fight anymore I make no more spaghetti sauce. Yeah, oh, no. well you're like sloshing every footstep. Yeah, I have spread my blood from the basement up. I see no reason not to spread it even further. They are leaving. We will go to the source. All right. Um, does anyone inform Mortor? Oh, I guess, Stormberry, you'd have to inform everyone in the room because uh, this would be just oversending. So. Right. right. So I'll let them know that the zombies are leaving. Uh, loud crash booms. Fake King hasn't shown up with the clerics yet. So if they're not going to come to us, we might as well go to them. Okay. So you said uh, they all marching towards yeah. this crack that's opened up. Towards the crash that you heard. Yeah, crash, not a towards crack. The crash. Oh, not crack. Okay. Well, then there goes my whole thought process. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you would hear this, uh, Mortor. You know that to get back to the material plane, you just have to dive into your body. Uh, but what do you want to do about the book? Are you going to try anything else with the book? It's a great, great question. Um, I am going to try and pick up the pedestal and the book. You can pick up the pedestal and the book being both on the ethereal and in the material. Yes. And I will I will try and like lift them, drag them, sort of maneuver them outside of the room. Now that I've like smashed a bunch of the runes around the doorway and stuff. All right. You step out of the room with the pedestal and the book. Uh and Ollie the pedestal and the book appear to be hovering in midair just outside of the doorway. That's rude. <laughs> That's so rude. No, they came to you. You think we'd be happy? The book's now following us. Yeah. <laughs> um... I was back in my body at this point, correct? Yes. Yes, you had gone back into your body. Can I see more Tor in the book? Because I assume that they're on the ethereal plane, or is it like getting chicken pox? Or you'll so because Mortor stepped out of the room, the pedestal and the book become uh, a part of the material plane. Mortor does not, though. Mortor has to go back to his body. Can I touch the book? Yes, it's a book. Cool. Can I take the book and put it in my bag of holding? <laughs> Absolutely can. 
nobody's gonna fight me on this okay cool <laughs> i'm not in the room uh Mortar, you have the pedestal uh what do you want to do i'm uh it's just a pedestal is is ollie like totally engrossed with the book Oh yeah, I'm sniffing it and like checking the spine. Did you just say sniffing it? Yes. Have you never smelled a book? I have. That's still fucking weird. This isn't a new book. This is somebody's spell book that they've been writing. Smells like magic and a little bit like nutmeg. Leave me alone. (laughs) Smells like taints and pubic hair and oh my god, (laughs) unwashed wizard nails. (laughs) Yeah, I'm guessing not nutmeg. That big. <laughs> um, while while Ollie is totally engrossed with the book, no thank you, no way to go more tour. Just you know, him? fucking snatched it and started reading it. Here's the question: and Is Mortor passed out on the floor? From what I can see, though, or is Mortor in the ethereal? Mortor is in the ethereal still. So Until like, Mortor jumps in. The, the pedestal just came to me with the book. Yeah, it was, it was fate. Well, I will then put down the pedestal, and before I jump into my body, I'm going to tip it towards Ollie in a way that it will land on the end of Ollie's toes. And then I will jump back into my body as fast as I can, because I'll be all like, oh, I I just set it down. Sorry about that. All right. As you go to sit up, Ollie, can you make me a perception check? (laughs) This is rude. <laughs> it's a 13. A 13 is going to be enough to notice it. Ollie, can you make me a dexterity saving throw? I'll just roll this dice again, seeing as it's not absolute shit. You said dexterity? Yeah. What I really miss being is a monk. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> Eight, yeah, it's still going to fall on your toe. Unfortunately, seeing it fall, uh, you go to pull your foot out of the way, but not in time, uh, and you'll take uh, 1d4 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> you want to know why d4? Because it's an upside-down pyramid. <laughs> well... I don't understand how that dice works. I'm going to put that away. Three points of damage. I'm at 20 health points now. Hit points. <laughs> That's what's going to cost her her life. Like, in yep. the future. It'll come out to just just that amount. <laughs> just right? three All right. health points. Mortor, you sit up just in time to see Ollie uh, jump back as the corner of the pedestal falls on her foot. <clears throat> now... Um, Mator, what instructions would you like to give to these soldiers? Are they to stay here? Are they to leave in front as a shield wall? Uh, what would you like to have them do? They can either uh, attack, defend, or scout ahead. How many how many dwarves do we have total with us now? Twelve. Twelve. Uh, are, we, are we following the, uh, the horde? Is that what our, our plan is as a group? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and we'll uh, I'll take all of the uh, all the dwarves. Uh, actually, I want to send one uh, to find the king and uh, tell him the changing plan that we are following the uh, the horde of zombies and to hopefully try and meet up with us. All right. Uh, yeah, you can send one off as a messenger. Uh, and do you want the rest to help defend the party, add extra damage in attacks, or scout up ahead? Uh, they'll help defend the party and add attacks. All right. So they'll, they'll uh, stay with us. Okay, they'll stay with you guys. You guys chase after the zombies. Well, I don't mean chase. You can keep a leisurely stroll. Uh, as you follow them along. And they seem to pay you no mind whatsoever. You could even absently, like, shoot them in the back of the head. Um, and they wouldn't do anything. Uh, yeah, they the, the, whole, the whole time we're walking, I'm just picking off, like, the last one with the hammer. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. as we're following them, we're taking <laughs> yep. them down. If they're going to offer no resistance, let's thin the herd as much as possible. And, and Mator and I start getting into a game of, like, call shot. 
And I'll be all like, yeah, they, uh, the one with the green tunic, uh, he's kind of got like a left side limp. I'm going to say uh, left shoulder. Bounce him off the guy with the with the, the taller one with the dark hair. And I'm going to push both of them over into the crevasse. Less angry Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. What a great. <laughs> I can't believe you remember what they call her. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys can pick them off. Uh, you guys can start doing like trick shots. Mator like fires his crossbow between his legs upside down, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, as you as you follow them through the uh, the castle, uh, as you get deeper and deeper, you realize that you're kind of traversing along the uh, the outer edge of the castle, and you can still see out of the windows and every once in a while you'll get a couple arrow slits that you can peek through uh and it actually looks and will now sound like a lot of the fighting in the city has stopped you can still hear some of it uh but it seems more like uh soldiers chasing down the zombies as if they're also too making their way towards whatever this thing is um after about 10 more minutes of travel, uh, you start noticing that the zombies are getting a lot thicker. Um, like, uh, the, there's a lot more of them, and the hallways become crowded as they are trying to make their way forward. And in front of you, you're actually going to start to see just, like, nothing but wall-to-wall zombies ahead of you uh, going down this hallway. Uh, you could sit here and try and clear your path, but you know that that is going to be slow uh, and just gory as all hell. But you could easily slash through. They're not going to pay any attention to you. They're all just trying to walk forward. They're on their way around? Uh, Matt Tor, roll me a intelligence check, please. Roll the 13, and my intelligence is plus one, so 14. All right, Mator, you will know that there is another way around, uh, but it might take you upwards of an hour or so. And you don't really know how far ahead uh, you'll have to travel to get through these zombies. I say we just go through them. There's 11 dwarves and... Yep. One, two, they got three, axes four, five of us. So there's 16 of us. I say we just make a wedge and... All right. Uh, yeah, you can actually just use the dwarves, uh, and they will clear at a, a pretty good speed as they just systematically take out zombies as uh, you guys progress forward. After about 60 or 70 feet of this, your guys' legs are absolutely just covered in gore. Uh, having to sludge through this. Only uh, my ankles. you get to a section of wall, or, or yeah, I guess for you it would be like just the bottom of your boot, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get to a section of wall that has been completely caved in, and down below you can see a huge chunk of rubble. Uh, it looks to be uh, Mator Mortor, you recognize this, the same stone as the castle is made out of. Uh... You think you could probably climb down here and get out into the city and get around this way faster uh, if you are all willing to make some athletics checks. How uh, far right. down would you say it is? Uh, it's about 60 feet down. So it's roughed up stone? Yeah. It's a huge chunk of the wall has been collapsed and it makes a, a ramp that you could reach pretty easily. Uh, but gonna, it would require some climbing. I'll I'm do it. Anchor in. Oh yeah, you wouldn't have to make any check. You could. No, no, you could just. I'm, I'm gonna anchor in basically with the rope and just like. Oh yeah! If you guys use a rope, you can each have advantage on your athletics checks as well. I think I'll just jump across. After guys, that. I have a use for one of my spells. Oh, natty twenty. 
I have. Moved. Yeah, Mator, you and the other dwarves can make it uh, down into the outside of the castle. This leads into a courtyard outside the castle, by the way. Ollie, what spell would you like to use if you wish to use one? I mean, I was just excited because I had a spell that would actually work in this situation. Featherfall? <laughs> Probably not going to use it because it's like. Okay, well, it's only second level. Rope trick. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you can make a rope. That's absolutely right. And I think you can actually like, tangle people, too. But uh, I think that you... just sends you to a extra-dimensional plane, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. That's when you like pull the rope and it takes you The extra-dimensional space can be reached by climbing the top of the rope. This space can hold as many as eight medium or smaller creatures. The rope can be pulled into the space, making the rope disappear from view from the outside space. Attacks and spells can't cross through the entrance or into the extra-dimensional space, but the inside can see out of it as a three-foot uh, three by five-foot wondered center of the rope. Anything inside the extra-dimensional space drops out when the spell ends. But realistically, can I just have like rope that just... How long does that spell forward? last for? One hour. One short hour. rest. Good enough to take a short rest. Secretly. Secretly. Yep. Yeah. Or, or to like, like you can use that and hide. You need to get the and, fuck and, out of dodge quick and uh, yeah. yep, I like that. That's that's clutch, Ollie. Stormbearer rolled a fifteen, so that's a, a twenty-four on his little little acrobatics check to get I, across. My my total roll was a twenty-nine. Just one. Oh my say. god. Um, <laughs> we were doing yeah, athletics you, or acrobatics. Athletics. Uh, I could take acrobatics too. You know what? I'll take athletics, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Uh, I just need uh, more tours as well. Oh, crap. This whole time I've just been sitting here picking my teeth and. Wait, you don't have Am I not following everybody? You should be. Yeah. If you want. Yeah, I'm following. Don't leave me behind, guys. Okay. Sorry, what was it again? Athletics? Yeah. Uh, 16. 16? Yeah, you're able to climb to the bottom of the uh, the incline here. And Ollie? 11. 11. <laughs> Ollie, you are also... And remember, you guys have advantage on this because of the rope. Uh, but you guys oh, are yeah. be able to get to the bottom safely. It's not that hard of a climb. Uh, and Dusha, you can basically just slink down it without even taking your feet off the ground. Fantastic. So, uh, you get to the bottom where you uh, stand in this open courtyard. As you look down uh, to the other end of the castle, the direction that all the zombies are going, uh, you can make out a huge chunk of that wall and a tower of the castle that has been completely smashed in. Uh, And as you kind of look at the rubble, it it almost looks like it's still collapsing uh, before you see an absolutely enormous hand uh, reach up from underneath the stone and grab another section uh, of the wall and just cave it in. Uh, The drumbeat still continuing. Just a hand look like flamey and elementally and sure does apparently we didn't finish the job or where it was sent is part of the ethereal plane and we just broke it I I'm gonna turn deal with it can I ask Sorry, Mortal. Uh, you guys had gone down to the uh, with the king to yep. the great machine that locked it away in the first place. And with the lo- rod of lordly might, uh, the king was able to reactivate it and seal up Megara. Mm-hmm. And then it just. You need to undid, contact right? your uh, manufacturer about their warranty. <laughs> right? Sorry, I'm really. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something a little unorthodox there, Glenn. All right, sounds like you. What you got? I have a drum set. Yep. 
You do? Okay. I'm going to attempt to recreate the beat, but I'm okay. going to add uh, I'm going to add an overtone in celestial because now I know that I know this thing. And I'm gonna say, hey you guys, don't cool. listen to that one. You should be listening to me, doodly-doo. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Roll me a performance check. There's a, there's a child here, by the way. Hello. You scared, you scared child. me. I may have jumped a little. Maybe a bit of pee. Yeah. Ew. Performance check. Ooh, that's, that's a good one, man. Really? I must be on the... Oh, performance. It's a modifier zero. All right. Well, uh, 19. 19 is pretty good. You start drumming away. Uh, you match the tone and rhythm of the other drum in the distance uh, coming from where you can see the, uh, the flaming hand. Uh, and as you begin to drum, because 19 is, is really good and I didn't expect you to get there. The zombies don't turn because zombies aren't under the control of this creature. Uh, but the hand raises up uh, like it's about to uh, like grab another chunk of the wall. Uh, but it begins to dissolve into a black mist that sinks low onto the castle and begins to fill uh, the hallway beyond it. Uh, this is way in the distance, but it's so large you guys can see from here. Uh, and this black mist begins to sink to the bottom of uh, the courtyard far on the other end. Uh, and begin to swell down there, coming towards you, the drum beats beginning to pick up. Uh, and as uh, it begins to come towards you, the shadow begins to coalesce into a horde of charging orcs. Uh, great battle axes drawn, charging towards you by the thousands. I, uh, I rolled a five. Um, I do not notice this as I am deep in the beats. Oh, you're Got in my the eyes zone. Closed. I'm like just. Are we in like a confined space? Well, so he's doing his the drum courtyard, beats. Uh, the courtyard extends several hundred feet uh, in all directions from you. Uh, on the far end, opposite the castle walls. So, say the castle walls to your right. Uh, if you were to continue forward uh, along the wall, you would see the horde of charging, charging orcs. To your left, you see the main section of the courtyard where you can see uh, some what look to be stables for horses or other beasts that aren't there. Uh, there's a huge set of double doors uh, with um, an iron gate that's been lifted, so it's open right now. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone in the courtyard except for a few uh, zombies kind of making their way towards the now charging horde of orcs. Uh, and behind you is just more courtyard. So there was a a gate, like a, a what's it called, portcullis, in front between us and the orcs? Uh, no, that's off to the left of you. Uh, the oh. orcs are in front of you. To your left is the portcullis, and to the right, right beside you is the castle wall. Just uh, with our knowledge of how this guy has behaved in the past, the uh, uh, advisor... And the <laughs> his use of illusions quite frequently. Can I uh, make an insight well, or Arcana check? Intelligence? Yeah. It's intelligence. You have to see through. Well, the good news is I got a good mod for that. That's a 16. Uh, oh, I've only got a plus one to the mod. Is this a save or is this just a, a check? Check. Yeah, check. Just intelligence. So it's a 17 then. 17. Uh, you are going to see that the while the orcs are an illusion, they aren't uh, just an illusion. They are an illusion covering up that black smoke. And that black smoke, not an illusion. I'm going to... Because uh, <laughs> I'm a little worried that Stormy sees this as his opportunity to die gloriously. Fucking um, Stormy, orcs not real. It is hiding black cloud that is dissolving everything. Don't fall for trick. Tell others. And hmm, 
it, it, that that black smoke is like dissolving like the rock and everything uh, it around it? No, no, it doesn't seem to be uh, dissolving or damaging the stone underneath it, though it does seem to have the capabilities to affect the material plane. Like the section of castle wall actually destroyed, not an illusion. Mm, okay. uh, to the side of you and kind of behind you where you guys climb down, you're going to start hearing the wet thuds as zombies begin to fall off the wall to come down towards... Um, you see them trying to just walk straight off the wall towards the orcs. So there's something past that black smoke that they're trying to get to? So they're, they're trying to get off the ledge? Uh, like... Actually, so there would be zombies in front of you because there's a few spatterings of them in here. There wasn't a lot in the courtyard to begin with. Uh, but the ones that get too the orcs like the line of black smoke that you can see try to attack it oh yeah this is something this isn't the advisors thing this is something else that he was hiding in there or or something we threw in there and then broke is this maybe something that's designed to prevent the elemental from getting free if the system fails i can't tell you what this <laughs> I can't tell you. Stormy rolled an eleven on his uh, intelligence check black for illusion. Smoke that keep thing at bay. What's that? Uh, I said I uh, I rolled an eleven on my intelligence check to disbelieve the illusion. Uh, that's not going to be enough. Unfortunately, you would recognize. Uh, you would have advantage because Douche had told you it was an illusion, though. If you, you specifically. <laughs> My second roll so was a was was, was a two. You wanted to see if this was an illusion. Yes. Second roll was a two. Okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you're just going to see this as a horde of orcs. I got to pick up a chunk of wall, uh, like a stone. They do react like orcs would to yeah. the zombies. Like the smoke doesn't just blow over them. The orcs actually swing their battle axe, cleaving arms and heads off. It looks like orcs to me, Dusha. Maybe, maybe I do not have the magic seeing eyes of a druid or whatever it is that you are. <laughs> <It's ruined. laughs> but I do I know. I love the fact that he's, he's like. <laughs> he thinks it's because of the druid. I love he's it. He's just having a conversation out loud right now yeah. as he throws a giant chunk of rock at the No, no, he's, he, he, he picks up a rock. And just slowly just runs it down the blade of his his greatsword, just, you know, taking all the nicks and edges out of it. All right, yeah. Preparing it. Oh, yeah, you're hungry for this. Yeah. Uh, As this wall of orcs gets closer to you, uh, how far away are they going to have to be? So let's say they are... Uh, 250 feet from you guys right now. The portcullis to your left is 100 feet away. Uh, you would be able to get there sprinting as these guys are going to sprint to you, or do you want to take up uh, defenses? What is your what is your goal here? What's the plan? At they're they're at 250 feet. 250 feet. Oh oh fuck! I can start short bowing them. All right, yeah, you can fire arrows into there um, yep. because there are literal thousands of them. Um, you can fire in, and your arrows will take exactly as you expect them to. You'll nail an orc in the neck. He'll fall to the ground, holding it uh, as he's quickly trampled by his uh, companions. Uh, you can take another one in the eye, and he falls to the ground on it, protruding the arrow from the back of his skull as he's overrun by the others. Uh, and you can pick them off until they get to you if you want. Uh, but what do the rest of you want to do? I like I like this. I like this. So we have exactly as they should. They look to behave, but they don't actually have the proper effect of. Uh, they can cleave the zombies uh, exactly as they would. So like as the the horde of zombies gets to them. A couple of them surround a zombie and like cleave its leg off before it falls to the ground and they take its head and then they proceed to the next one. They're going to act exactly how a horde of orcs would, uh, clearing a 
the enemies of this courtyard. Okay. But they're I still coming at us. Oh thing. yeah, they're charging towards you. Okay. And I, I mean that. They're coming towards you. Like, did they make that like I got my eyes on you motion? Like more more Mortar called for this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Okay, does, does anybody else tweak me into the fact that we have a horde uh, Oh, you would hear them. They're, they're calling out slurs. Uh, they're screaming at you. You would have heard it all of a sudden, like a roar as they appeared. So, like, are uh, they just, like, cursing out Orcish? Uh, I don't think you, any of you speak Orcish, but every once in a while you catch something in, uh, like, Common or Giant or some other... Closely I'm, related. I'm going to undercommon. I'm going to experiment. Yeah. As I'm as I'm uh, like beats. throwing down the beats and everything, I'm going to be all like, stop. Hammer time. None and of that I'm, seems to work. And then I'll be all like, da 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 da. da. Turn to the left. Yeah, they're they're not doing nothing. All right, uh, so that is. Stormbearer's turn, Mortor's turn. Uh, Mator, what do you and the dwarves want to do? Uh, I'm going to get half of them to fire uh, crossbow bolts into uh, into the oncoming orcs. And the other half? Uh, is going to be uh, just sort of... I, I want to set up so that it's uh, a constant volley. Uh, okay, get you. One after the other. Yeah, so they'll fire in uh, as much as they can. Are you just firing crossbows as well? Yep. Okay. Uh, Ollie, what would you like to do as your action? I am going to prep Ice Storm. (laughs) What's the range on it? That is 300 feet. You You can just use it if you want. They're 250 feet away, so. Cool. Um, I will cast a hail of rock-hard ice uh, that pounds into the ground in a 20-foot by 40-foot radius cylinder centered in a point within my range, which is that. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Hailstones turn the storm's area effect into a difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. Ooh, all right. So you start pounding down to uh, the orcs. Uh, dozens of them are going to drop as they only kind of haphazardly try to move out of the way of this this circle. Like the ones that are coming up to it will try and stop, but uh, others have just, they're caught in there and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh but Ollie, as your storm uh, just kills some of the orcs, you notice that a lot of them, instead of falling to the ground and behaving exactly as they, they would as normal orcs, they dissolve into that black mist before continuing to, uh, like some of them dissipate out and kind of just wisp away, and some of them kind of reform into orcs and continue on their run. But now they're moving slower because it's difficult to read. Yes, they will have a hard time getting around that. You've caused them to kind of split. And Dusha, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm waiting for Mortor to answer my question about there being fucking any lore about this black fog. Also, something's burning in my house. I'll be right back. That's not good. <laughs> um, Mator, Mator, and Mortor. Yeah. Roll me a history check, please. Uh, 14 plus one. 15 for me. Dude, you got a 14 too? I did. That's amazing. I got a 14, but my modifier is higher. So mine's 18. 18. All right. Nice. Give me one second here. <laughs> Nobody can see that at home, Mator. 
Where's the name? Ontogram five E. Here we go. I gotta wait for Chase anyway. Fondo well, hopefully your house burning. isn't burning down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna put a bit of a damper on the episode. Okay, right. Exactly. Or roof. Or it'll be the greatest episode ever. Your roof is on fire. Only if she unmutes it so we can listen to the fire as it goes. True. Oh, you got to be like the firewood channel. The beeping Start of the seeing, like alarm. the flames coming in from the sides of the screen. We need the Christmas fire log channel, yeah. <laughs> that would be well. I love that. That's still a thing. Oh, who can afford a fireplace? Hello, my love. So, all right. So we got some sort of an effect from the drumming and the chanting. Yes, you brought it right to us. But is this is this something that we want to explore, or is this just something that we should abandon and hope that we can fade into the grayness? Well, it depends what you can tell us about the smoke. Well, I can tell you it's bad for your lungs. Um, can you? I can tell you that dwarven beards are genetically engineered to uh, filter a lot of particulate in... Uh, from our from our breathing, so it is actually like a it's actually an organic mask that we wear. That's why it's I so. It was just like extra pocket. That too. Extra pocky. Pockets. Oh yeah, well yeah, and extra pockets. Yes. She says something's burning, burning in the house, and she comes back with food. <laughs> the thing that was burning was food. Huh? All right. So it was an eighteen. Uh, with 18, the only thing, uh, something tingles your memory. You're not 100% sure what it is, uh, but you know that uh, there may be a demon prince, uh, a story about a demon prince with illusions uh, kind of rings a bell, but that's as far as you're going to be able to get without uh, doing some more research. Uh, I'm, I'm going to like rip that off and like just kind of towards Dusha and see if any of that uh, triggers Chase. Uh, Ollie, would you like to roll me a history check? Sure. Um, do I get, like, um, advantage because I have the researcher trait? Uh, if you were in a place that you could easily access books, I would say yes. Well, when I attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore, if I do not know that oh, information. Then yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you want a history check? Please. Well. Wait, are these the good dice or are those the bastard dice that you promised you would never use again? Uh, that's this one that I'm never going to use again. This is my newest dice and I will never use it again. Uh, <laughs> good dice. Rolled a 20. Yeah. So with my advantage, it makes it. I'm bad at fast math. A 31. Whoa. That is more than enough to have an inkling as to what's going on here. Frazer Blue. Got a what? Her eyes Fraz are blue. Her, Fraz Herb Blue. Her, her eyes are blue? <laughs> Fraz Herb Blue is the Demon Prince of Illusions uh, and Deception. Uh, and this would be uh, what you've read in stories to be uh, kind of like a champion of his or a manifestation of his will uh, in the material plane. Uh, Frazer Blue tends to exist in the ethereal or in other um, like other planes of existence. Uh, and with that, you know that whatever Fraser Blue's champion here was being used as a defense mechanism for the book that you just stole uh, and Mortor released. So this is a manifestation of his will uh, here on the material plane. 
So he stole his book and he's angry about it? I assume you're just taking shit from the advisor. What What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, he was being used as a defense of the book. This is what happens when you take things that don't belong to you, Ollie. Uh, it has nothing to do with the book being taken so much as Mortor releasing him from uh, his binding. Can I repeat that back to Matt? Yeah. <laughs> word for word. This Sorry, is nothing I'm too to busy do with shooting, uh, I'm too busy shooting crossbows into zombies, so I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me and my pursuit of knowledge. I can't hear you. I have pencils in my ears. La, la, You're la, the optimistic. And for the expansion of knowledge, this is all somebody fucked up with something somewhere else. Why don't you try lighting uh. it on fire? <laughs> Too soon. All Too right. Soon. As each of you have had a turn now, the smoke will get, as the, the horde of orcs will get 60 feet closer. So they are now 190 feet away from you guys. So I gotta ask, are the crossbow bolts, like, I mean, am I noticing that these things are doing anything to the orcs, or are they just going through them? Let me ask you something. How how many shots can you fire a turn? Uh, I'm gonna go with, I can shoot three, but I also have 11 dwarves with me. Okay, so three plus 11 is 14. Uh, 14 uh, sorry, so so let's go several thousand minus 14 is still a couple thousand. So no, it doesn't seem like it's doing much. Yeah, but like, I, I would know orcs don't have thousands of hit points though. No, no, no I'm saying every well, so arrow, every the arrow is taking right? Every oh, okay. arrow so, is taking down. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I just, I was just kind of like, um, is this doing Not anything? Or? hit points. But thousands of orcs. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, they are going to be 190 feet from you guys. As the start of the round starts, uh, you look over towards the portcullis as uh, beams of white hot searing light begin to fire out uh, from around it. And off in the portcullis, you can see... Uh, a, a contingency of clerics using Scorching Ray to fire into the horde of orcs charging towards you. Uh, it doesn't seem to have too much of an effect other than it starts drawing away a bunch of the orcs. Uh, but this would be the king and uh, the clerics making their way uh, to you guys and what's happening over here. Uh, but before we start that turn, we're going to call it for that episode. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't been able to hit anything with my sword yet. Not not with your sword, David, but you did hit yeah, something with the giant rock. Yeah. 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 Oh. Hmm. Well, I'm going to put my new dice away. Your new dice? Are they, are they bigger? Bator got new dice. No, just regular size. Yeah. Uh, the color is blue, teal, gold. Uh, what made you decide to pick those ones? Fancy. Danger. Uh, I bought Kendra a set of dice because um, we're gonna. I'm gonna try and start up a new podcast or not a podcast, a new game with me. Fuck you! You're cut off. Yeah, right. Yeah. We fucking yes. Uh, becomes our competition. Yeah. Doing uh, doing a podcast, doing a game uh, here in person. Nice. Unless you start a new podcast and you end up in a ditch. <laughs> uh, I already have two podcasts I'm doing. That's enough for me. Yeah. Oh, well, wait, you got you got the dog and the cat and the food. All on the bed? Where's the man? Playing video games on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's even there. Jesse, is that the magic where all the magic happens? Is right there? Yeah. Right there. That tiny bed. Yeah, that one. <laughs>